Good morning, Jackson Hole. You are listening to Opera for Everyone. I'm your host, Keely Heron. And I'm Pat Wright, here with Keely. And Opera for Everyone is the opera show that helps everyone understand the world's best operas. And maybe some of the world's second best operas, if we keep going. (laughs) (laughs) You know, they're all gems. They're all gems in their way. All right. So, Pat, can you tell us what we're listening to today? Oh, we are in for a treat today. (laughs) This is Don Giovanni, translates to Don Juan. Don Juan. As we know it, um, as a story. Uh, It's a Mozart opera, and um, it's hard to go wrong with Mozart for any kind of music, honestly. Um, and this is this is one of his most loved and one of the most performed operas in the entire, you know, repertoire of opera. Yeah, it's an inc- it's an incredible work. It's it's fabulous. It's fabulous. It's so fun. And um, you know, so I was thinking as I was listening to it on my Spotify, like, wouldn't Mozart himself? Wouldn't he be amazed that we can experience his operas? Without seeing them, without being there, without having musicians in front of us, I was just thinking it's it's so fun having you know seen oh, the right. opera, trying to remember what because I don't speak Italian, trying to remember what scene is happening as right. I'm listening to the music and the the, the words. Um, and I was thinking, and he wrote this in 1787. That was when it was first performed. That's right, in Prague, actually. Really? Yeah. There we go. Yeah, he's he you know he gets around well. Mozart. Within a certain, yeah. Before <laughs> <radius>. he died. <laughs> True. Okay, so I'm sorry I interrupted you. So no. you were saying it was interesting to think about what was happening. Well, I was actually saying it was interesting that, that we get to experience, op- as on the radio, we can experience it without actually seeing it. Whereas, um, you know, opera, had been before we had recording and broadcasting, you know, it was a full-on thing, which it still is if you go to see it. Uh, in an opera house, or even if you pull it up on YouTube, which is, I am I am having so much fun doing that these days. It's been great. Or if you come to the center. Oh, indeed. The the, the Met HD is, is a wonderful, it's wonderful a thing. thing. And we're so lucky here in Jackson Hole. The, the center's facilities are exquisite. I recommend it to everyone. And I actually do recommend everyone. it to everyone. <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, and one of my favorite parts is when we watch the intermission and then we yeah. sometimes tend to kind of make fun a little bit of the, of well, the interviewers. It depends. Some of them are very, very good. It, the whole experience is fun. I actually love them. I mean, for the HD broadcasts that you get to see the, the uh, people the changing, scenes. changing the scenery around. Um, it's, it's such a production. Yeah, it is. It's fabulous. It's fabulous. Okay, but we digress. We do. Uh, that's what we do. <laughs> <laughs> We've got to set up the scene here. We're coming up on 10 full minutes of just amazing... Uh, of drama. Yeah. Well, we open Don Giovanni with Don Giovanni uh, climbing out a, a, a bedroom window. The bedroom window of a, of a young woman. Donna Anna. Donna Anna. Um, and he's wearing a mask, so he's, I mean, <laughs> he's disguised. Right. No idea who this fellow is. Who could it be? If he you have, if you have a little black fabric over, black fabric over your eyes with eye holes cut out, 
You are a mystery man. <laughs> it's kind of like toddlers when they like cover their eyes and then they think that you can't see them. <laughs> you can't see me. Yeah. Ex- <gasps> Where did he go? Except, except everyone, you know, is in on that conceit. The jig eye. is up. That, no, everyone, everyone, go, like, I have no idea who that guy oh, right, was. Right, right, right. No idea. Totally hidden. You know, he could have had a paper bag over his body, but for all I could see of him. Um, at any rate, um, he's climbing out the window and um, he's escaping from this this young woman's room whose she has raised the alarm. Um, he has he has um, crept into the room to seduce her. Mm. Mm. We learn later. All women love that to be awakened in the middle of the night by a masked stranger. <laughs> like, oh, seduce me. Well, later on, um, when she's explaining all this to her fiance, um, she tells her fiance, I thought it was you. Right. Um, and maybe she did. Oh, the Probably she did. We weave. I think I think she actually thought it was the yeah, fiance. Because they're engaged and she's like, Hey, let's have a little role playing. Or that's what he was. Maybe thinking. Hard to say. But however, <laughs> however, um, Don Giovanni saw his opportunity. Um, she's lovely. She's a beautiful soprano voice. And he, um, but it doesn't quite work out. Not as planned. As planned. So, and he's he's escaping. And because she's raised the alarm, her father rushes out of the house. Right. And her father confronts Don Giovanni for the, the terrible thing he's done. He's, he's kind of a creeper. Yeah, and the two of them argue, and um, it's a duel. It's a duel. Like last week, there was a duel. Yes, although I, I confess I have seen productions of this where they're just arguing, and Don Giovanni just flat out murders him. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so I'm I'm hearing Donna Anna come into the scene here. So we've we've heard Leporello, who is Don Giovanni's manservant, right, talking about how Don Giovanni's. Such he a- starts off before Don Giovanni climbs out the window. Don he just sets the scene. Leporello, his manservant, says like, "My my boss is a creep. He's he's, such he's a just always with the ladies. He's always deceitful. And I just got to sit out here and help him climb out the window, or and half the time give him my clothing to." facilitate his schemes <laughs> all right well let's let's bring this up here and, and we, we may have a little summers. lamentation from don anna here all right so let's have a listen you're listening to 89.1 khol in jackson hole wyoming Oh, oh, oh. 
temporello ove sei? Sono qui per mia disgrazia e voi? Sono qui. Chi è morto voi o il vecchio? Che domanda da bestia, il vecchio. Bravo. Due imprese leggiadre, sforzare la figlia ed ammazzare il padre. L'ha voluto, suo danno. Madonna, cosa voluto? Taci, non mi seccar. Vien meco se non vuoi qualche cosa ancora tu. Non vuoi nulla, signor, e non parlo più. Sangue verserò se bisogna, ma dove incellerato? In questo luogo! suoi quell'oggetto d'orrore anima mia consolati
Listening to Opera for Everyone. On today's episode, we are listening to Mozart's Don Giovanni. If you've just tuned in, I'm Keely Heron. And I'm Pat Wright. And Pat, can you bring us up to speed on what's going on well, in the that, that, that piece we were just listening to, that duet between Don Ottavio and Donna Anna. Don Ottavio is the fiance. And Donna Anna is the young woman who was just screaming as um, Don Giovanni leapt out her window trying to escape. Um, he was confronted by the father. They quarreled, and the father ends up dead. Don dead, Giovanni dead, dead. has killed. So, um, in the words of Leparello, mm-hmm. you rape the daughter and kill the father. Wow, you're not a nice guy. You're not. You're not winning here. No, Don Giovanni. Um, so, in the first ten minutes of Mozart's Don Giovanni, we have established the main character. Yes. Ostensibly the protagonist. Ostensibly. Okay. Uh, as a rapist and a murderer. Yeah. Well, and we have 
we have evidence. I mean, we see the we 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 don't see the first, but we do see the murder. Right. Um, and um, and so ultimately he gets away with Leparello, his manservant, and Donna Anna goes out and finds her father killed mm-hmm. in outside the house. And um, Donna Tavio appears at this point. The and fiance and. Donatavio. Oh, poor dear, long-suffering Donatavio. He's such Donata. a nice guy. He is a sweetheart. And in the version that I watched, he was like kind of chubby and awkward. And he just loves Donna Anna. And and Donna Anna loves him too. Loves him, but she's she's distracted by other things. Yes. Very much so. And and Donatavio just works to to try to comfort her. He's just, "Oh, darling, hush, 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 you know, don't worry." I'm here. Don't don't fret. Don't be sad. It's you know. And she's just she's just over the top. Mm-hmm. Her father's just been killed, murdered. And ultimately, she kind of pulls herself together enough to say, "Oh, you must avenge my father. Mm-hmm. You must avenge this death. Whoever this was, whoever that man was, goodness knows he was." In disguise, I don't know who he was. Because mm-hmm. he had a piece of fabric over his eyes. That's right. <laughs> Such an effective disguise. Yeah, honestly, it really worked. Well, it, Don Juan keeps it in his pocket at all times. <laughs> oh, <laughs> okay, so she says, Donatavio, you must uh, avenge my father's death. And he says, yes, I will. And then, end scene. Yes. And then we move on to the next scene, which is what we're hearing underneath as we're talking here. And we introduce one of Don Giovanni's other conquests. That's correct. We sure do. And um, and she's talking about she she's uh, basically giving us her backstory, <laughs> which is this is Donna Elvira. Donna Elvira. She she is the 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 woman scorned. She has um, thought that uh, Don Giovanni. Uh, loved she, her. He thought, yeah, she she loves him, loved him, loves him, um, but he disappeared. He abandoned her. She is the woman scorned, and she has come to um, find him uh-huh, and give him a piece of her mind, get revenge, essentially. Right. So should we listen to a little bit of her? Oh, yes. Here we go. So Don Alvira, the woman scorned, talking about Don Giovanni. So, Donna Elvira is not going to find quick satisfaction in this story. But that was such a beautiful aria. I could listen to her all. I mean, 
the, the, all of the, all of the um, music singers. It's beautiful. It's just beautiful. Um, but she's she's brokenhearted. But she's gonna she's gonna figure out how to how to you know make make Don Giovanni. Well, yeah. she's gonna make Don Giovanni's life suffer, miserable, uncomfortable, awkward. Mm. Uh, repeatedly, she's gonna keep popping up. It's it's actually kind of funny. It's this visitor to town who just shows up at the most inopportune moments as we go through the story here. So she's she's actually I think a really fun character. Um, she is. I mean, for that time, um, she's pretty independent. She's a fairly complex female character. She is, except she's let this consume her. She's made this her life's purpose, at least as far as we right. see her. Here. Yeah, true. So, and she's you know. still she's still kind of in love with San Giovanni. And, yeah. And Don Giovanni's like, oh my gosh, I'm not in love with you. Leporello, can you please go and like... Take care of this for take me. Take care of this. Right. And then that's the next aria that's coming up. And 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 Leporello, you know, is not the... I mean, in a way, Leporello is devoted to Don Giovanni because ultimately he, he always does what Don Giovanni asks him to. But he complains about it and he says, and he says, truthful... Uh, and unflattering things about his boss. You know, he'll tell anyone who wants to hear it unless he's actively assisting Don Giovanni with a conquest. You know, he tells Donna Elvira, you know, this don't don't love this man. I, this is there's, there's he's no a scoundrel. There's no purpose in loving this he's man. He's a Lothario. <clears throat> and this next song that we're about to hear is absolutely adorable. It's, he settles. He likes he sets it out. Well, you know, he pulls out the little black books, right? All the all of the the cataloging of the women that uh, Don Giovanni has seduced. He, I mean, he is a conquistador, kind of in the truest sense. <laughs> He's just like he really is, and and this this song that's coming up actually counts them out. A uh, by country, by country, and spoiler alert: the total is. More than 2,000 women. Well, he's been busy. Indeed, indeed. In Italy, in France, in Turkey. And in Spain. And in Spain. So let's listen to Leporello telling Dona Elvira why she shouldn't love Don Giovanni, because he's a cad. On Opera for Everyone on 89.1 KHOL. <laughs> Cameriere cittadine, la contesse e baronesse, marchesine, principesse e bandone, ogni grado, ogni forma, ogni età, ogni forma, ogni età. In Italia, 640, in Alemania, 231, 100 in Francia, in Turchia, 90. Oh, yeah. 
So that concluded a little more introduction, Keely, of our characters. Not only did we meet Donna Elvira, we've had Leporello explain what Don Giovanni's been up to and why he's not worth her time. <laughs> right? And Le- Leporello, in fact, has revealed something about himself, hasn't he? Right. He's like, yeah, my boss, all he ever does, he's just got money, so he spends his time just trying to seduce women and I help him and he's a jerk, but I'm a chump and I need the money. So yeah, that's exactly right. And, and it carries on. And now oh, listen to that pretty music in the background. We get to meet two more characters. What's happening now, Pat? <laughs> well, I'll tell you. <laughs> <laughs> we have, we have this happy young couple emerging, um, from, uh, it's their wedding. They're in the countryside or it's something. It's their wedding. It's well, their these wedding. are, Unlike Donna Anna, Donna Tavio, Don Giovanni, these are not Dons and Donnas. These are not lords and ladies. They're these just are country people. They're just country folk. Um, and this is Zerlina and Massetto. And they are this sweet country couple. And they're betrothed. And they're, they're, it's their wedding, and they are having a wonderful time. And they have the misfortune to have Don Giovanni spy them. More and more importantly, he spies Zerlina. She's like a steaming drumstick in the in the cartoons. <laughs> you know, like when Wiley e. Coyote sees yes. his prey and in his mind, and then you just see the steaming drumstick. Yeah, yeah. That's Zerlina. Yeah, but he's hungry for something else. And he thinks that Zerlina will satisfy that hunger. And so he goes to work. And what happens? 
Well, that's what about what we're getting. Well, he's going to have to throw on the charm. Right. So this is the first time. So we've heard about, you know, we, we know he snuck into the bedroom and made a certain amount of headway <clears throat> with um, Donna Anna. Donna Anna. We know what's happened, but, but we haven't actually seen him in the action of, of seducing. seducing. We haven't seen him lay on the charm, like just how to get to a woman. And we're going to get to see that with Zelina. He's going to pour it on. He's going to make her feel fabulous. And he's really going to make her, on this wedding day of hers, think, oh, oh, this man. Oh, oh. He, yeah, like, why are you marrying this chump? You could be with me, and I'm a lord, and it's awesome. Yes. And he's even going to say he wants to marry her. Because that's what she wants to hear. But how how is it that they end up in, you know, so like Masato is like, yeah, no, I get it, dude. You want to sleep with my betrothed. Is this like another thing with like the prima nota or? Well, there's a little bit of that going on, although um, it's very clear that this ought not be happening. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's definitely... uh, there's such a strong class element in this interaction because once he spies Zerlina, he's like, okay, Leporello, here's the plan for this one. We're going to throw a big party at my house. Yeah. And you're going to invite everybody to to my house for this gorgeous, fabulous party. You know, he's, he must have like, Parties at the ready. Yeah, he's at got his like home. a hot tub, and he's got like a whole like food all of the and thing. drink, lots yeah. of drink. Um, and so he invites everyone to his house. Leporello's supposed to make sure everyone goes, has a great time, stays distracted. Most importantly, Masetto. And um, and Don Giovanni says, "Oh, I'll take care of Serlina. I'll take care of her." And Masetto, understandably, objects. He's like, I know how you're going to take care of her. Don't wait, little man. You know, don't don't worry, little man. I've got this. Besides, I am a gentleman. Right. And Masetto's like, like, yes, or whatever. I know what time it is. But he's, at a certain point, he's powerless. And this is his Because they are not social equals. Right. And so this, what we're hearing, the start of here is Masetto's just like kind of giving in and being like, yeah, I don't like this, but I'm going to do it anyway. So let's have a listen to Misato sort of surrendering his love, his betrothed, to Don Giovanni. An opera for everyone. Vengo, vengo, resta, resta, è una cosa molto resta. Faccia il nostro cavaliere, cavaliere ancora a te, cavaliere ancora a te, faccia il nostro cavaliere, cavaliere ancora a te, faccia il nostro cavaliere, cavaliere ancora a te, cavaliere ancora a te, cavaliere ancora a te. So that was Masetto's lament. And he is forced to depart. He departs with the group. And, and he we, leaves Zerlina with... And so now we just have Don Giovanni 
and Zerlina and Don Giovanni gets to work his magic. I'm anxious. And you know, want to know something? This song, I think, is one of the prettiest ones ever, and it's the one I was humming after listening to it. So it's seductive, it's beautiful, and he he says things right now, what we're listening underneath, he says things like, you were not born to be a peasant all your life. So she's, he's not only seducing her with his own charm, but he's also seducing her with his station, with his wealth, like, I can lift you up into greater things. He'll use whatever he can. And she wants to believe him. She kind of doesn't maybe know. She Yes, she she says, oh, you gentlemen all lie. And he's right. like, I'm not lying. I love you. So this He says a lot of pretty rodeo. things. Well, but she's, Kinda. she's... She's an interesting one because she's suspicious but would like to would like to believe all the fabulous things he's saying to her. But she's but she's there's a little caution that stays yeah. behind. I mean, I can see where he's saying like, "Oh, I" and she's like, "Oh, I want to believe him, but I don't really." Okay. Okay, let's listen. Let's listen.
Quite an effective seduction song. Uh, he says pretty things, and in most productions, um, they're not just holding hands. Uh, he's he's making some headway, as it were. Yeah, yeah, he is definitely. Uh, so Zerlina is a a, a a sweet country girl, but she's also uh, easily persuaded, perhaps. Yeah, particularly since it's her wedding day. So right. we we do kind of wonder, but. Again, I, I, I can't stress enough. I, there is this huge um, class discrepancy, wealth discrepancy. Right. And, and he uses it to his advantage, to take advantage. And so what we're hearing here underneath as we're talking is Donna Elvira. Our good friend Donna Elvira comes back. And she's like, she's she's like, like a wingman kind of for, for Donna or for uh, Zerlina, who she hasn't met. Well, she's like, hey, sister, you know, girl to girl. Stay away from this guy. He is yeah. nothing but trouble. He's a dog. Yeah. So let's let's listen to a little bit of her because she's got such a beautiful voice. On eighty nine one Comandate! I congiunti, i parenti, questa man, questo ferro, i beni, il sangue spenderò per servirvi. A voi, bella donanna, perché così piangete? Il crudele chi fu che osò la calma turbar del viver vostro? Ti ritrovo per perfido vostro! So now, Keely, we have Donna Elvira, who's told Zerlina how awful Don Giovanni mm-hmm. is. Don't trust him. He's a dog. Don't trust him. His heart is as cold as stone. Um, his vows are writ in air, not to be trusted. Donna Anna and Donna Tavio appear, and they see um, Donna Elvira, also a lady. Right. Um, they're equal as a title. They're they're of the of the social status that that the dons and donnas are, 
the high the highborn the noble people um and they are like oh look at that noble woman and she's suffering so she's she's enduring so much grief it's so sad and don giovanni sees all this and and he tells donna anna and uh Don Atavio, who don't realize he's the man who was in... Who killed her, her father. Exactly. They don't realize who this is. He's he's actually a friend of uh, Don Atavio's. He's like, hey, friend, don't listen to this woman. She's she's a little off in the head. She's demented. Uh, so he is trying to undercut her credibility. Sure. Yeah, she's quite demented. You know, just feel sorry for her. Don't uh, Don't assume that, you know, anything she's saying is true. Um, and they're like, "What? It, but it seems so real. She seems like she's in such pain." And he's like, "No, no, pay her no mind. No, nope, she cry. No mind. She cry." Um, and and you know, Donna Elvira goes from lamenting and being sad to like, "I need vengeance." Um, and 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 you know, sweet, sweet Donna Tavio is beginning to really feel for her. Um, and Donna Anna also is like, "How can she be so sorrowful? It must be real." Don Giovanni's like, oh my goodness, how am I going to deal with this? Like, okay, don't listen to her. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. And he's trying to scoop Donna Elvira out of the way. Don Elvira is not having any of it. Um, he's lucky he doesn't have a job because this is it. This is very time consuming. Again, we get back to the the class and wealth Scheming. issue. He's got. He's obviously got land and inheritance, or he's got means, so he can do what he wants with his time. So let's, and that's exactly what he does. Let's listen to just the, the last half of this little quartet here where all of this scheming is going on in Mozart's Don Giovanni. <laughs> Che la gente si raduna, noi di corpo siate poco più prudente, vi farete criticare. Scrollo scellerato, ho perduto la prudenza, le tocoine di mio stato, voglio tutti male esalto, tutti male esalto. Scrollo Okay, so we've just heard um, Donna Elvira, Donna Tavio, Donna Anna, and Don Giovanni talking about how Donna Anna and Don Tavio shouldn't trust Don Giovanni. Well, we have this collision of the of the characters here, and they're all kind of working their own 
angle with Don Atavio and Donna Anna being a, a unit in that case. And um, we have an aria coming up with Donna Anna, the beautiful soprano. And um, she's, she's asked Don Giovanni to join in the effort to find her father's murderer. Don Giovanni, you know, we can only imagine what's going through his head. And she's going to have this aria where she's talking about the lament, wanting to find the father's murderer. And it's going to occur to her, I know that voice. I know that voice. Oh, his visage, his form, totally hidden by the little mask. By, he was wearing. Yes, by a strip of black fabric. <laughs> but she re- recognizes the voice and she realizes that this is her father's murderer. This is the man who snuck into her bedroom. And she tells this to Don Ottavio, which puts Don Ottavio in an odd place because Don Giovanni's his friend. He's like, my, in his own mind, he's like, oh dear, I'm either going to terribly hurt my fiance or I'm going to, woman I love, or I'm going to terribly hurt my friend. I have to find out what's going on here and what, what the truth is. And so what we're listening to here is that that discussion, and then that's going to set up the next aria, which is Donna Anna, you know, talking about everything that you've just said, that realizing <laughs> what's happening, um, and that Don Giovanni is actually the bad guy. Yeah, yeah. So it becomes clear now. So now we've got... Um, not just uh, Donna Elvira knowing that Don Giovanni is a bad, bad a cad, guy. yeah, and and worse. Um, Donna Anna knows that he's a cad and a murderer, mm-hmm. and that he tried to have his way with her. Oh, that was under the cad. Oh, category. that was under the cad umbrella. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, should we listen to Donna Anna here talking about uh, what a cad Don Giovanni is? And, and screaming for vengeance. Right, vengeance. Because what's an opera without vengeance?
If you've just tuned in, you're listening to Opera for Everyone on 89.1 KHOL, and that was Donna Anna singing about vengeance in Mozart's Don Giovanni. I'm Keely Heron, and my lovely and talented co-host Pat Wright is going to bring us up to speed here. Pat, what's just happened? Well, maybe we should just remind everyone, or maybe people are just coming to us here at this hour. Maybe they just woke up and they're drinking some Gatorade or coffee or whatever. (laughs) Pedialyte. (laughs) Whatever you require. Maybe just some OJ. We have Don Giovanni, Mozart's wonderful, wonderful opera, originally produced in... 1787, I believe. That sounds right. Yep, in Prague. So we're talking about the late 18th century here. And I think it might be fun to just talk a little bit about the character Don Juan. Yes. So this is an old, old character. Don Juan appears prior to this in, in works of art. It is the first known publication of the story of Don Juan is 1630. Oh, wow, that's old. It's old. Is it Italian? Spanish. Aha, uh-huh. the Spaniards. Yeah, so the first story that recounts his, uh, yes, <laughs> the first story that recounts Don Juan's exploits and, and the things that happened to him is it's called The Seducer of Seville. Ah, uh, de Sevilla. I love Seville. Well, I've never been. Oh, God. <laughs> All the flamenco and the sausage and stuff, the wine. Flamenco and sausage are the first two things that come to mind. Hey, a girl's got to have her priorities. Okay. All right. Yes, a girl does. So 1630 is when that first appears. And it is a legend that predated that, but it comes into uh, publication then. And then not long after, in 1665, Moliere, the great French playwright. Ah, yes, Interesting title here. We can explain this later, but his is called The Stone Feast. What does that mean? There's going to be a little statuary involved later oh, on. Right, right, right. Yes, okay. yes. And uh, it's, well, we'll save that for later. We, don't, we won't have a we, spoiler. We don't want to do any spoilers. No spoiler. And then the next major work of art is, in fact, Mozart's opera. But much later, over 100 years later, in 1787, he's a, a known character. The general outlines of who he is and what he does. So is, let me is ask a you a character. question, Pat. Yes. Do we think that this character is based on someone who actually lived? You know, I, I looked into that a little bit because I, I didn't know the answer. And I think it's probably like a lot of these things that... There's a little t- tiny nugget of truth. Somewhere, somewhere down the road, there was a nugget of truth. But I imagine, for example, the catalog of the over 2,000 right. women, a little embellishment going on right. as well. You know, perhaps by a factor of 10. Or more. Yeah. <laughs> and a lot of people, when they hear Don Juan, will immediately think of Lord Byron's famous, famous poem. Oh, right. Yeah. And that's how that's how we got on to this last week, because we had a, a Byronian anti-hero. Well, a, a Byronic hero. Yeah, exactly. A, a Byronic hero. Okay. Yes, we had. Last week, we were talking about Eugene Onyegin. Right. Who was also kind of a cad. Who was also kind of a cad. Well, that's how we came to this. We was like, let's do another cad. Yeah. Hooray. <laughs> Hooray for cads. And Byron was referenced a lot in that one, but but not Don Juan, the uh, Child Herald, his earlier work. But Don Juan is a, is a long poem, which I read described as a mock epic, because it, it has sort of an epic patterning, but it's not about something that 
heroic, uh, important. Right. It's a much smaller scale event, and and it's also a quite different take on the character of Don Juan. All right, we're nearing the end in the first half of this episode of Opera for Everyone, and we're going to take a little break, and we hope you stay tuned for the second half of today's show on Mozart's Don Giovanni. You're listening to Opera for Everyone, a radio show and podcast that makes opera understandable, accessible, and enjoyable for a mainstream audience. It airs Sundays from 9 to 11 a.m. Mountain Time on 89.1 KHOL in Jackson, Wyoming. KHOL is Wyoming's only community radio station. Opera for Everyone is hosted by me, Keely Heron. And me, Pat Wright. If you like what you hear, please subscribe to our podcast on iTunes or SoundCloud and like our Facebook page, Opera for Everyone, where you can also send us a message. Thank you for listening. Thanks for listening. And we hope you enjoy the second half of today's episode. Welcome back to the second half of today's episode of Opera for Everyone. On today's show, we are listening to Don Giovanni by Mozart. As we closed out the first half of today's program, we were discussing the history of the story of Don Juan, and we resume our conversation there. And then zoom up to the early 20th century, 1903, we have George Bernard Shaw, Man and Superman, his third act is Don Juan in Hell. Oh. Which I'm not personally familiar with, but now I'm intrigued. Right. Because we um, know what you're going to do later today. Yeah, absolutely. There's going to be some furious YouTubing going on. (laughs) Perhaps, perhaps. And then fast forward to 1948, and we have a film, of course, because that's how we do so much of our culture these days or in the 20th century. What is it? What is it? It's called Don Juan. Oh, okay. But it stars. Who Who do you think stars? 1943? Oh, God. 48, Pat, sorry. You know I'm so bad with dates. Well, you'll know this. Errol Flynn, the most dashing, seductive oh, man right. on screen at that point in time. Right. Fabulous. And then 1994, we have... Marky Mark. Don Juan DeMarco. Marky Mark and the Funky Bunch. Is that played by Mark Wahlberg? No. No, you're like <laughs> looking at me... Like no, okay. So who played, who played that one? Johnny Depp. Oh, Johnny. Yeah. 
it's not a recounting of the Don Juan story like the opera is, but it assumes that, you know, an audience member seeing this as a title knows what it means, what Don Juan, who Don right. Juan is and what it means. And I think that's pretty popularly known that he's a, uh, at least that, you know, he's a womanizer. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I know that. I, I think the, you know, you don't understand sort of the, the broader context or the story or like, you know, you, you just, I mean, everybody's like always such a Don Juan. Right. Everybody has that in their vocabulary. The character is known. Right. But you don't necessarily known. know the, the plot line and the other characters in the story. and So this is, it's just to make the point that a lot of art has been created around this fascinating character who's, he's a, he's a total cad and yet his seduction is so effective that you even see his appeal knowing how horrible he is when you experience these, Which these is works of art. kind of terrifying in a way. <laughs> it is. <laughs> Speaking as a woman. I mean, it's like, yeah, yeah. You, you, you know that it's bad. It's like fire, you know, like a moth to a flame. You have to. Yeah, except I think fire has more redeeming qualities. Potentially. Potentially. <laughs> All right. Well, Pat, that was... Quite the, the. I just hit a button. This is Donatavio. I guess we're getting back to the mu- music. Oh, Donatavio. He says, "I will. I will do what you want, darling. I will revenge your father. The loss of your father." All right, let's play a little bit of this. You're listening to Opera for Everyone, the radio program that helps everyone understand and enjoy opera on 89.1 K to
Listening to 89.1 KHOL. On today's episode of Opera for Everyone, if you've just tuned in, we're listening to Don Giovanni by Mozart. And I'm Keely Heron. And I'm Pat Wright. And Pat, what's going on? Oh, so much. I think, right, well, that was poor Don Ottavio. Poor Don Ottavio. Who, who, who just wants to marry the love of his life, Don Anna. He'll do whatever he asks. But she's all messed up because her and dad he's got killed. about her. Yeah. He's like, he wants to comfort her, and she's not quite ready to be comforted. Although she does want him to uh, to be the man and take revenge on the killer of her father. And now, then we we switch to something bubbly and light more. and happy. In fact, it's called the Champagne Aria. Ooh, bubbles. Everyone loves champagne. I do. I love <laughs> it in all its forms. Yes, yes, even in the aria form. Yes, <laughs> bubbles. And so it's a party. And this is the party that uh, Don Giovanni, at the drop of a hat, called into existence once he spied the lovely country maid, Zerlina, He's like, yep, um, I'm going to tap that. And so ever <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> He's like the Hugh Hefner of like 17th, 18th century Seville? 17th century Seville. Well, he, he invites everyone in the wedding party mm-hmm. over to his place for this like, fabulous party. I got hot tubs, I got champagne. And there they are. And now this is where he's in this aria is where he's singing about... It's a wonderful party. Don't worry about it. The maids are pretty and everyone's witty and come here and don't We're going to rage. Back. We're going to rage till dawn. Exactly. All right, let's listen. <laughs> So everybody's arriving to the party. They're all wearing masks. Nobody knows who anybody is. 
no one knows who anyone is, and Zerlina shows up, and she encounters Maceto, her her intended, her betrothed, and she and he's mad. Well, yeah, yeah, because she's like, I'm fine. I'm with this gentleman. He's like a lord, Cavalieri. He won't, you know, he's a man of honor because that's what it it should mean mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. to be a gentleman. And Maceto has is knew that. It was not right what was happening. He right. was shuttled off. Right. And he's he's mad at her because she did not object. Yeah. She agreed to he's stay. Like, what with. are you new? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she so he's mad at her. He's very mad at her. And I have to say, for our young innocent, she's a little bit of a wily woman. She's like, It's fine, sweetie. Nothing happened. And he's like, No, but I'm mad at you. And so And she's like, she's like, Well, Nothing happened, but it'll make you feel better. Just, just, just beat me. Just beat me. Just, just you know. This is such a weird opera. Yeah. <laughs> and literally, the the translation from the Italian of this song that is just starting to play is the song in Italian is "Bati, bati, o bel maceto." She's saying, "Beat me, beat me, my, my darling maceto," as one does. And as you can imagine, as you just did, she's doing it in a mildly seductive way to the man she knows loves her. This is such a weird opera. All right, let's listen to that. Beat me, my da- beat me, my darling.
dan poco me seppe questa strega sedurmi. Siamo pure i So Keely. Yes. He yes, doesn't. Pat. He doesn't beat her. He doesn't beat her. Oh, we need. We need to let everyone know goodness. it's okay. We're and not she, advocating violence she, against women. She knows that he's not going to beat her. She knows she can charm him because he is so desperately in love with her. Poor Donatavio. No, this is not Donatavio. We're talking about. This is Masetto. Oh, Masetto, Masetto. Sorry, I got confused. Yes, this this is our peasant couple. Okay, right. Yes. Um, and so you know, she's like, if you think I've done wrong, beat me. She's being seductive and sweet and trying to make up to him. And this is her style. And he goes for it. Yeah. He, he loves her. Yeah. Because in some versions of the, in some stagings of this opera, it, it's made clear that Don Giovanni was successful in his attempts to seduce Zerlina. That is off stage. So ostensibly, the second time I've used that word today. So we think that it's possible that Don Giovanni seduced her, but we don't know for sure. And Masetto certainly doesn't know for sure. Right. Right. And she she tries very hard to make up with Masetto, and Masetto lets her. Right. And he does. And he's, because and he's, he loves her. Right. So. And then the party goes wonky after that. Well, it's just, I mean, Don Giovanni is the Hugh Hefner and well, it's just and, like neat, the, the, and our little trio of uh, revenge seekers, Donna Anna, Donna Anna, Donna Tavio, and Donna, Donna Elvira. Right. They're all at the party. Right. Everybody in town is at the party. And they, well, they show up in, in with masks. Masks. So no one knows who they are. Right. Because it's just a tiny strip of fabric <laughs> over your face. <laughs> so they show up, you know, in costume. Or a party dress, as we say. Mm-hmm. And everyone's just singing. Yeah. And they're, well, There's everybody's... naked people in the hot tub. <laughs> they're, they're having peel and eat shrimp in the hot tub, which is a great hot tub snack. Sounds like you're speaking from experience. Not that I, I'm allergic to shrimp. But oh, right. I was at a party once where people were eating, like, peel and eat shrimp in a hot tub. It's disgusting. I don't think food in the hot tub is actually a it's good not, idea. Unless you're with uh, the professors Roger and Virginia Clavin at the Wellesley Arms. Lovers in the hot tub. <laughs> this is not something I have experience I'll t- with. <laughs> I'll tell you later. You, you can YouTube that one. Okay, so it's just a crazy party. Everybody's drinking. There's naked people running around doing crazy stuff. They're singing. There's dancing. There's lots of champagne. Yes. It's Don a, Giovanni. It's a bacchanal. Is, it's a bacchanal. And, and this is why we love Don Giovanni, or at least we're intrigued by him, because he, he's kind of a fun guy. He throws a great party. Right. And then there's this dark cloud that essentially walks in with these three mm-hmm. who who want him dead, basically. Or mm-hmm. at least two of them want him dead. And the other one either wants him dead or, or wants him for her own. <laughs> Donna Elvira. Right. I'm just going to take you home and keep you under my bed. <laughs> Not that I've ever I, I think she would like she that. She probably actually. would. Yeah. yeah. That's how she comes across anyway. All right. So we're going to skip ahead to the end of Act 1, where the characters learn that Don Giovanni is the person who has killed the commendatore and violated Donna Anna. And this is the song, Trema, Trema, Oscelerato, and that translates as Tremble, Tremble, Scoundrel, from Don Giovanni by Wolfgang Amadeus Mozart.
So we finish off Act 1, and now we're going to get into Act 2. Tell us, well, Mrs. Wright, how does this, how does this go down? <laughs> well, we open once again with Leprello, the uh, the manservant, Leporello, excuse me. Poor uh, long-suffering Leporello. He, well, he seems to be paid reasonably he's well. He's just a chump. He's, you know, it's the best gig he's likely to get. Yeah, he's he, like. He gets paid well. Gotta make that. Um, but he's very clear that what he's doing is is nasty and wrong. And and at this point, in the beginning of Act Two, it's like, Don Giovanni, I've had it. I cannot take any more. This is terrible. Because at the party, mm-hmm. at the end of Act One, he almost gets strangled, or gets killed by you know, because oh, they. Oh right, because he because Don Giovanni makes him dress up like Don Giovanni. Well, no. At this point, he accuses. Leporello as being the man who's trying to seduce the women. I mean, no one's no one believes him. Because Leporello is kind of like older and balding and chubby. Well, and... not always. Not 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 in versions I've seen. Oh, in the version I saw, Leporello was like definitely not no, the guy he, that was seducing he, he, women. No, he he could. No, not necessarily. Okay, so it depends on the staging. But everyone knows Don Giovanni, and so they don't really believe it. But because of his association and because of the things he does for Don Giovanni, he is very often in physical danger. And he's, <laughs> he's just had it. They're he's, like mobsters. Yeah, except they've got one goal in mind, and right. it's not money. Right. Um, <laughs> oh so <laughs> Such a weird opera. <laughs> And yet a compelling story. And that's the crazy thing is it's like funny. Well, it's it's this amazing story that mixes some truly comic moments and just comic actions. A lot of stuff that's very funny and put, puts people in awkward positions and you find yourself smiling and laughing. But at it's the end of the dark. day, it's well, it, as you mentioned, it opens with a, with a rape and a murder. Right. And it ends the way operas tend to end, which we will get to. No spoilers, no spoilers. No spoilers. Although I bet you could figure it out by now. (laughs) But anyway, uh, Leparello, it's like, I quit. I'm I'm, out of here. And Don Giovanni... I'm tagging out. I'm tagging out. Don Giovanni needs him. And basically all Don Giovanni has to do is open his wallet and pull out some money. Gotta make that cheddar. Yeah. So Leparello takes the money and he stays with Don Giovanni. And you're going to play that song? Yeah, let's do it. So this is Act 2, Scene 1. You're listening to Opera for Everyone. We're listening to Mozart's Don Giovanni on 89.1 KHOL.
Leporello, signore! Vien qui, facciamo pace! Prendi! Cosa? Quattro doppie! Oh, sentite! Per questa volta la cerimonia accetto! Ma non vi ci avezzate e non credeste di sedurre i miei pari come le donne! E a forza di danari non parliamo più di ciò! Ti basta l'anno di fare quel che io ti dico! Perché lasciare le donne! Lasciare le donne! Pazzo lasciare le donne! Sai che le son per me necessarie più del pan che mangio, più dell'aria che spiro. So Leporello has just told Don Giovanni that he thinks he's a jerk. And Don Giovanni's like, oh Leporello, let me give you some money. And Leporello's like, okay. And there you know that Leporello is going to end up regretting this decision. Right. Because in short order, he's like, okay. Here's the deal. I quite fancy the chambermaid of Donna Elvira. <sighs> Seriously? Seriously. But he says, but but someone of that class, that station, would, would never, would, would have her guard up if I come in in my own clothes because oh, I'm a gentleman. right. So he's like, okay, Leporello, switch clothes with me. <sighs> Leporello's like, really, dude? <laughs> fine, fine. So they, they switch clothes, and even though they look nothing alike, you know, this works. And, and he does, it's, it's almost like a, a Cyrano de Bergerac moment, where underneath the window, close up to the building, Don Giovanni stands, and he sings to, to serenade. And oh, right. Is this the one where it's like, come to the window? Although I think we're going to go ahead and skip forward to we're get back to Massetto and Zerlina. We're not going to listen to the come to the window. I'm just going to skip to that and we're going to set things up underneath that because I want to hear a little bit of that. Well, we have to make sure we have time to get to the end yes, of I the know. opera. I'm not good with time management on this yet, Pat. Well, it's a trick. It's I know. A trick. So ultimately, before Zerlina appears, Massetto encounters Don Giovanni. And Massetto's mad. Mm-hmm. He's like, you know, you messed with my woman. Right. You may be... Is he going to challenge him to a duel? Uh, it's not a duel. Okay. But there is a little bit of a fist fight. Okay. And um, because I think Don Giovanni's had a little experience in this area. Mm-hmm. With fist fights, with jilted lovers, cuckolded, yes. cuckolded lovers. All of that. Mm-hmm. All of that. Um, he actually gives Masetto a pounding. What for? Yeah, he's 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 not in good shape. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, he's like, he, yeah, dude, I know you're upset. You can go pound sand. And 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 he's like, you know, don't 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 mess with me, my mm-hmm. friend. I'm I am much more powerful than you, you in every way. You. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And so here we have um, Zerlina about to listen to Zerlina's aria, where she um, comforts Masetto. And it's actually very sweet. It reminds me a little bit of that scene with Indiana Jones. He's on he's on a, a ship and she's like, Where does it hurt? And he's like, It hurts here. Oh yeah. It hurts here. It right. hurts here. It Aww. hurts here. And she's she's comforting every place that you know could exactly. She just gives him a little So um so this little is, smoochy this is, smooch. This happens. She's like, it hurts here and it hurts here. Oh, well that's kinda and sweet. She's, and she's there, I'll comfort you, my sweet. I love you. There you go. He's got some boo-boos and she's gonna just give him a little smooch. All right, should we listen to that, Pat? <laughs> 
Let's listen. Let's listen. And this is Zerlina comforting Maceto, who has just been beat up by the evil Don Giovanni. Vicino mio ben, stiamoci qui ascosi finché da noi si scosta. Ma che teme, adorato mio sposo? Eh, nulla, nulla, certi riguardi, io vo' veder se il lume già lontano. A come da costai liberarmi e rimanti animo a bella. Ivo 
che cerco merito questa porta questa porta già curata Things get pretty intense and move pretty fast and furious at this point. Yep. Race to the finish. Race to the finish. Indeed. Indeed. Well, with the switching of the clothes, Masetto actually thinks, even though Don Giovanni is the one who beat him up, he thinks Leporello is the one who's beat him up. Because he's wearing Don Giovanni's clothes. Yeah. So he tries to get revenge on Don Giovanni by beating up Leporello. So, well, but it's not just... Um, Masetto. Like oh, right. they all the find other him. peasants, yeah. The they whole like... well no, the whole it's it's him, his guys, it's uh Donna Anna, uh, Donna Elvira is there, Donna I mean like they're all there. And poor Leporello, he's just completely outnumbered. Right. And he ultimately has to um show I am not I'm Leporello, I'm not Don Giovanni, and they're like, ah dig it. Curses! He escapes again. And so, again, Leporello must be rethinking that decision to stay with Don Giovanni after after that. And ultimately, we move to Don Ottavio going, after all this, I am absolutely sure. Like, there's no question anymore. Do I believe my friend? Do I believe my fiancé? Don Ottavio's like, that's it. Don Giovanni, no friend to me anymore. He is guilty. And he deserves to die in, right. in compensation for all of his wrongdoing. And I will I will help get revenge on him. So, like, you know, the the hordes are amassing to to get him. Mm-hmm. And I think now we want to hear Donna Elvira, because at this point, 
Donna Elvira realizes everyone is against Don Giovanni. And so you know what that does to her. Well, she knows that he's a bad guy, but it doesn't change the fact that she still kind of loves him. There's a little bit of conflict within her. Exactly. She's like, oh, he's terrible. I I want him to be mine or I want him dead. But, oh, everyone's out against him. Ugh. I can't help but feel for him. Maybe I can help him. And so she's going to sing this this aria uh, where she talks about these conflicted feelings. Tona Elvira in Mozart's Don Giovanni.
So that was Donna Elvira. And uh, now we're we're moving into, and she was basically saying, I, I, I'm so conflicted, I know that he's a bad guy, but I still kind of love him. But when she sees that everyone's against ganged him. up against him, it, it, it kind of moves her heart. It moves her heart. And speaking of moving, we need to keep moving along here. <laughs> so we're going to the next scene, which takes place in a graveyard. And yeah, this is so one of the big, the big moments. Well, Don Giovanni's out and about, and he, he meets up with Leparello. And they're, you know, getting Doing themselves organized do, like they do. And they hear this kind of uh, otherworldly voice. Which is kind of creepy. Which is kind of creepy. But they're and in a graveyard. Why, why do we know why they're in a graveyard? Or it's just the, one of the it's opera. Just, it's, you know, graveyards are in the middle of towns often. True. And people go, yeah, the grave, there are lots of things happen in graveyards. Besides, True. yeah. Besides burying dead people. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And so... Um, they hear this otherworldly voice, and uh, wouldn't you know it, this is where the uh, Commendatore is buried. That's Donna Anna's father, who was killed right in the beginning of the show. By Don Giovanni. By Don Giovanni. Uh, and everyone now knows it was Don Giovanni. And they're like, wait, was that real? What happened? And they're like, <laughs> let's just invite him to dinner, shall we? And Leparella's like, that. I don't want to do that. And Don Giovanni's, I am your master. You must do what I say. So we're going to invite the dead guy to dinner because there's a statue of him there. Yeah, and it's part of the bravado that Don Giovanni exhibits. He's not afraid of anything. The stone, was it? Yes, the stone feast. The stone feast. So this is foreshadowing. So this is the feast with the statue. Well, it's it's inviting the statue to feast. The feast is yet to come. So let's listen.
Well, that was a questionable invitation to make to invite a uh, dead person, a dead person to dinner. But he's done it. It's Don Giovanni's self-assurance, bravado, and uh, no one gets the better of me. We'll see about that. And meanwhile, Donna Anna and Donna Davio, they continue to seek vengeance. She can't get past her grief. And uh, Donna Tavio, our sweet, sweet, long-suffering, kind man, finally his version of he he cracks a little bit he's like you are being so cruel to me she's like i i have this this grief she's he's like i I love you donna i love you don't be cruel and then she has this beautiful aria where she's like cruel oh no i love you dear and it's a lovely pulling together of this this terribly distraught woman throughout the entire opera based on her yeah, father's because murder. she was attempted rape, rape or attempted rape, and then the rapist kills her dad. That's kind of traumatic. That's traumatic, and and she's got this fiance who's trying to give her comfort the whole time, and this is a little bit of a resolution of that. And she takes this time to express her love for her fiance, and it's a lovely aria. Crudel, credel, ano mio bene. I'm not cruel. I love you.
the table set for Don Giovanni's feast at his home and Leporello's like, well, there's food there. Maybe I'll grab a snack. That looks kind of tasty. It's a dead guy who's not here. I don't think he'll miss it. And they carry on this way, the two of them kind of bantering and arguing. And, uh, well, you know what happens next. Right. The dead guy shows up, the statue. And so um, he shows up and it's it's dramatic, as you can imagine, when a dead guy shows up. And he demands repentance from Don Giovanni.
does not repent. He and gets he is, dragged off. Uh, yeah, pulled down to hell. By demons. Well, by the, uh, the the specter of the murdered father. Right. Yeah, the man he murdered. A spectacular finish. A spectacular finish. And for the rest of the characters, life goes on. Donna Anna and Donna Tavio go off to live their lives. Zerlina and Mazetto go home to have supper. And uh, finally, they get to have dinner. Yeah, they must finally. be starving. <laughs> All right. Well, that was amazing. So we're going to go out. Uh, we're going to just play a little bit of this of this final piece of the of the opera where all the different characters, minus Don Giovanni, minus Don who Giovanni, is now in who hell. is now in hell, talk about what they're going to do with the rest of their lives.
Thanks for listening to another episode of Opera for Everyone. I'm Keely Heron. And I'm Pat Wright. If you like what you hear, please subscribe to our podcast on iTunes or SoundCloud. And like our Facebook page, Opera for Everyone, where you can also send us a message. We know that opera can be challenging. But everyone loves a good story. And a story set to music is even better. That's why our mission is to make Opera opera for for everyone. everyone.